Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, welcome in, guys. Phil Jones with you. It is that time of week again. Time to kick off another great week, even if it is just two days of talking high school football. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had uh, a great last week. And uh, hope you've had a good Monday so far. Back to cooler weather. Man, this weather is crazy, isn't it? After burning up Saturday and Sunday, we're, uh, we're back to wearing jackets and pullovers and and long sleeve shirts. Anyway, thanks so much for being a part of the show today. A uh, lot to talk about today. I've been uh, talking about this over the weekend, promoting today's show. Uh, Want to hear what you guys have to say, and especially you Coffee County fans or Coffee High fans, what you guys have got to say about uh, the hiring of Mike Coe, the uh, new Coffee High coach, uh, formerly of Madison County down in Florida. Uh, had a lot of success in single A ball there in Florida. Now, Going to step up uh, a few classifications here in Georgia. And want to get your take on it, Coffee fans. What do you think about the hire? Or if you're just a high school football fan like me that keeps up with high school football and reports on high school football anywhere and everywhere, let's hear what you guys have to say. What do you think about the new hire there at, uh, at Coffee? Filling some big shoes in Robbie Pruitt, who did a great job coming in and uh, – uh, and really getting that coffee program turned around when he came in. You know, I never really realized just how stagnant and mediocre the coffee program had been for so long until I had a conversation with Robbie Pruitt. By the way, <clears throat> I'm going to miss Coach Pruitt. Had a great relationship over the years that I had built up, that we had built up with uh, both he and Randy Garrett, who also is reti- uh, retiring. And uh, so going to miss those guys for sure. They did a lot of great things together. And I say they did because not only was Randy Garrett the athletic director, he was also Coffee's defensive coordinator. But, uh, yeah, Robbie Pruitt, great man. I really enjoyed working with him, got to know him 
Uh, once he, uh, I knew him when he was in Fitzgerald, but really got to know him a lot better when uh, he went to uh, coffee. Of course, we did uh, how many uh, games, Mr. Producer? Three games for coffee last year, I believe it was, that we streamed two games, two, three. Anyway, two, three games that we streamed for coffee. Again, just that great relationship and some great games that they had. I know we did the coffee Bainbridge game, did the coffee Warner Robins game, and coffee where it was three games we did last year all at Jordan Stadium. So, uh, anyway, looking forward to, uh, uh, to talking about uh, coffee and the hiring of Mike Coe. I do want to go ahead and put this out uh, later on in the show today. We're going to talk to my buddy Matt DeBuck uh, from South Florida. He's supposed to call in, kind of give us uh, his take on uh, flirting with a couple of jobs this past offseason. Things uh, didn't work out. So he'll stay the head coach there at Cardinal Gibbons in Florida. But uh, looking forward to talking to my buddy Matt DeBuck from South Florida. Speaking of games, we did a couple of their games this past year and really had a blast calling some state championship football with Cardinal Gibbons. That'll be coming up later on in the show, though, uh, about 540. Coach DeBuck scheduled to uh, to check in with us. Tomorrow, the one, the only, Rush Probst is going to check in. And we may be joined by Greg Reed, the great one himself. So, uh, boy, can you imagine Greg Reed, Rush Probst on the same show? That's that's like the best of the best, the best of the player, the best of the head coach. So, really looking forward uh, not only to the next hour here today, but uh, tomorrow's show as well. All right, you guys know the drill for those of you checking in. For those of you that have always been a part of the show, you know the drill. Let us know where you are, where you're checking in from, who you root for. And for you newcomers to the show, well, that's what you do. You let us know the team you're rooting for. Hey, Phil, I'm uh, Mr. Producer, Brandon, and uh, I pull for so-and-so. <clears throat> so that's uh, kind of what we, uh, we do here on the show. All right, so let's take a look at um, – the comments and who is in the house as we have uh, all of uh, 26 from you, uh, 26 of you uh, checking in so far. Computer is frozen right now. We'll see if we can get this baby uh, refreshed here and get these comments up. And once I do that, I will uh, let you know who all is in the house. Don't you hate it when that happens, man? Come on, comments. There we go. All right. <clears throat> Jim Blair is in the house. Man, I love to see you guys, uh, especially the regulars here, part of the show. Uh, Glenn Jackson is checking in, Colquitt County guy. There's Mr. Coffee himself. Uh, I say Mr. Coffee. So we got a, several of you that are, uh, I, I call Mr. Coffee. You know, I, I got to find out. I got to figure out who is Coffee's biggest fan. You know, we got Marcus Rogers' biggest fan of Aldoz. So we got, uh, of course, Trip Block. He of the uh, the mini documentary that we have done. Of course, Lee County's biggest fan. Who is Coffee's biggest fan? There's several that are in contention there. We may have to have a vote. We got Chris Pace. We got Stephen Tate. We got Collins Yeah Buddy McDaniel. All big fans of Coffee. And I'm sure I'm missing a, a couple as well. But I can tell you, 
when you got guys that are tailgating, and I'm talking about tailgaters extraordinaire and Collins, yeah, Buddy McDaniel and Stephen Tate, kind of hard for me not to anoint those guys. Uh, by the way, speaking of doing coffee games, they took really good care of us uh, all three games last year, really keeping us fed well, so we appreciate that. Terrell Cheevers is checking in. Peach County is in the house and represented. Ariel Walker, there's another coffee fan in the house. Stephen Wynn says it's a good hire for coffee. Stephen, of course, he of Lee County. Christopher Sloan, good evening, ITG crew and field. The syrup makers are checking in. Chris, what's up with your Cairo syrup makers? Steve Dvorsny and company, how are they going to look this year? By the way, a couple of things I want to mention. Had a chance to briefly chat with uh, one of the teams that is on the Valdosta schedule, uh, Franklin Stevens, former Ware County coach. Of course, he's now at McEachern, uh, McEachern of the, the uh, head coach of the Indians. Hit my tongue there. Uh, but McEachern, one of the uh, several of the new teams on the schedule this year for Coach Shelton Felton's uh, Valdosta Wildcats. Uh, returning six starters on defense, seven starters on offense. Now, they do lose their quarterback, but got uh, about 13 returning starters out of the 22 for McEacher. And I tell you, we'll talk about this Valdosta schedule. I, I find it pretty interesting, some of the teams that Valdosta has got on the schedule, including a couple of South Florida teams. Glenn Jackson, I mentioned uh, Glenn with the black hat defense. I got you, Glenn. Uh, Terrell Cheever says it's a great hire for coffee as well. Stephen Tate says, I like the way he's already promoting the kids on the team. Uh, now, Stephen, what do you mean by that? Give me some detail on that. Tory Butts checking in from Middle Georgia. Tory, what's up, my man? Glad to see you in the house. Uh, Glenn Jackson said it's a super hire for coffee. Collins, yeah, buddy, McDaniel. Speak of the devil. There he is. Or speak of the uh, one of the, the top Trojan fans. What's up, Collins? Yeah, buddy, McDaniel. Collins, Susan Richters is in the house. Colin Susan Richter says, honestly, I think coffee made a good, solid hire. It reminds me of Pruitt. He does remind you of Pruitt, doesn't he? Big guy. You know, he was a winner in Florida. Now, and I'm going to continue going over who we got in the house here, but real quick, like, so you got to remember, too, that you had Randy McPherson went to Lowndes. He, too, had a lot of success where? No, not where County. <laughs> Had a lot of success at Madison County. So you've already got um, you've already got a benchmark there. You've already got one Madison County great coach. That and I'm sure when he made the jump to Lowndes, you had a lot of naysayers then. I bet that were saying, "Ah, well, wait till he comes from Madison County, single A ball." up to the big league, so to speak. Well, I think we saw that Coach Randy Mack did pretty good for himself. Still to be determined. Hadn't, hadn't, hadn't coached a down of football at coffee yet as Mike Coe. But I say let's wait and see how it pans out, guys. Let's not judge him just yet. And, of course, I'm talking about any of the naysayers. And there are a few of you out there, um, and you know who you are. Um, but I did want to mention that with uh, Randy Mack. Again, want to get your thoughts on the hiring of Mike Coe, guys. Let me know what you think. I'm going to read your comments. Uh, let me know what you think about the hiring of Mike Coe. Uh, do we have our phone? If you want to call in, guys, and talk about Mike Coe's hire at Coffee, 229-206-3553 is our number. 229, you got that one. 
206-3553 if you want to opine about the new coffee coach on the phone. Feel free to call me up. All right, uh, Ariel Walker says, a great hire for the Trojans. Let me turn this off real quick here. There's Jason Mansell checking in. Jason, he is a.k.a. Oh, I don't know. Was I supposed to give you a real name? The Milkman, as he is known as. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I may have went in the uh, opposite direction there with you. But uh, Jason, one of the most well-known high school football fans across South Middle Georgia, but, again, known as the Milkman. Yes, he is. Great guy. Um, so Jason Mansell says, and Jason, by the way, was one of the first people that, uh, that sent me the information or sent me the news officially. He knew before pretty much anybody did. Uh, and this is why he's the milkman because he's always early. You get it? Always the first guy. Uh, you know what else say about the milkman too, but we won't go there. All right. (laughs) Jason says, we shall see. Time will tell. Uh, he, okay. So this was an earlier message that Jason sent me. Um, and I, and I wanted to ask you about this, Jason. So Jason said he freaked out about the weight room and indoor practice facility. So do they have an indoor practice facility coming at coffee guys? Is I, I guess I don't know about this. So let me know, uh, what's up about that. Inquiry minds want to know. All right. Alan Clanton says, I have a question for anyone if they know if this is true or not. I was on Instagram and came across a video and comment where a kid from uh, Araby Mountain was saying in Georgia, transfers who are in 11th grade have to play JV. Now, wait a minute. Let me make sure I get this right. Said he came across a kid on video from Araby Mountain. Where is that at? Never heard of that. Uh, saying in Georgia, transfers who were in the 11th grade have to play. I've never heard that. Now, in Georgia, of course, the rule is you have to sit out a year, right? And that is still the deal, correct? Um, all right. So, But I've never heard that either. Here's Greg Tanner checking in from Richmond Hill. Greg, what's up, my man? By the way, Greg... Sent me an update uh, yesterday. We're going to go over that. Richmond Hill, of course, the newest member of 17A. Greg, what's the take over there uh, with uh, with Richmond Hill? Of course, getting over close to the coast. The newest member of Region 17A. What's the talk over there about you guys joining the region? Of course, head coach Matt Lazada. Great guy. We uh, we had a chance to meet after talking uh, forever, it seems like. Had a chance to meet at our bowl takeover uh, this past year. It was New Year's Eve when we hosted about 1,500 kids, coaches, team personnel, bus drivers at the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Richmond Hill, I think, brought the whole team. <clears throat> Valdosta was there. Lounge was there. We had teams from all over the place, but uh, did have a chance to meet and talk to uh, Greg Tanner and uh, Matt Lazada, the head coach. So, want to know, Greg? What's the take? What's the the feedback for you, Richmond Hill guys coming in to one seven a? Want to hear your thoughts on that? All right, uh, Christopher Sloan says, "Great hire, Mike Coe, 
for Coffee County in South Georgia. Here's Heath Carver checking in. Bacon County, guys, checking in. Heath says, good Monday, Phil. Bacon County, yeah, absolutely, brother. Uh, I tell you, I have a lot going on with Bacon County. Got a lot of momentum. Got the new coach coming in. They, too, have a new coach, by the way. So, uh, congratulations to Bacon. God, there's going to be so much great storylines this year. I know there seems to always be the case, but all these new coaches coming in. You got Ashley Henderson. We're going to be checking, uh, keeping up with Coach Henderson up there in Monticello. Uh, Boy, they have needed an infusion of good coaching, good talent. They need something because, boy, they have uh, been on the outside looking in. I think they went winless last year. So, Ashley got his work cut out for him, but we'll be keeping up with him. Of course, Justin Rogers at Thomas County Central. We've talked about that. A couple of things to keep up with there. Thomas County Central jumping up two classifications. Uh, That's going to be worth looking at. Buford coming to 17A. By the way, not 17A, I'm sorry, 7A. Um, by the way, speaking of Buford, you guys saw, uh, most of you have, if you haven't, take a look at the trip block mini dock that we've just released. Okay. We've got one in the pipeline that's going to be coming down on Greg Reed as well. Greg, again, supposed to join me tomorrow as is Rush Probst. Um, but, uh, we've got a documentary also that's in the works for Buford. Okay. Um, I just wrapped up a story on Buford. It is a must-read. We'll probably be releasing it this week. You guys be looking out for that. Yours truly penned the story, uh, and it was a doozy. A lot of research went into the story that I wrote. But the reason I'm pointing that out is Buford's coming to 7A. You know, this is it. I mean, unless there's a creation of 8A. There is no higher higher place to go for Buford. But let me say this. All of us have had our thoughts, our impressions, our perception of Buford, okay? And I get it. Buford's the team that has won, you know, everything. Um, But let me say this. After working with those guys, getting to know Coach uh, Dexter Wood, the longtime football coach, their success in football really began when Dexter Wood got to Buford, okay? Tony Wolf the current athletic director. He succeeded Derek uh, Dexter Wood. Dexter Wood was the AD and the head football coach. He stepped down uh, from football coach, was AD for a while. Now Tony Wolf is the head coach. Uh, I'm sorry, is the AD there. But my, my point in saying all this, everybody, you know, uh, uh, wants to accuse Buford of, of uh, transfer and all these transfers coming in. Listen, what we found out, when I say we, uh, Mark Dykes, our owner, went up there, interviewed those guys for the documentary that we're going to be doing on Buford. Listen, everybody and their brother obviously thinks that they have trans- that they have um, you know recruiting going on, this and that. Listen, they have to fight against that because everybody is leaving no stones unturned, checking everything as they should behind Buford. Listen. It's just a matter of a a huge county, and you can't penalize them for this. It's a huge county, okay? If a kid wants to move in, if they don't move in, I believe it's by the eighth grade, uh, they're not going to crack the the team. They're not going to make it, okay? So pretty much everybody that they've got on their high school football team has been there since, I believe, the eighth grade, okay? One of the things that we determined. But Buford, 
tight ship that they run there. They don't have a bunch of recruiting going on, okay? They don't have to. Everybody wants to come play. When you're a winner, people want to be a part of that, okay? So it is a sobering reality that I found out, and I told Coach Wolf, the AD, and Dexter Wood, didn't have a chance to get a hold of Bryant Appling, of course, the uh, the high school football state winning uh, championship coach, three state championships in a row. Uh, that came, he uh, brought three star, uh, straight state championships to Buford after they had uh, not won one for five consecutive years, okay? So he's done a great job. That whole athletic program up there is just on fire. I mean, the things that they're doing is great. And, again, we are going to be documenting and chronicling all that in an upcoming mini doc, just like we did on Trip Block, just like we did on Caleb Wagner. We're doing one on Greg Reed as well. Buford doing one on them. You guys are going to love it. So I just wanted to kind of drop that since we're talking about teams that are, you know, moving into new classifications. Buford moving in to 7A. They will have their work cut out for them for sure, but going to be interesting to see how they do. The conversation started, of course, with Thomas County Central moving up to 6A from 4A. That's going to be worth uh, watching as well. Just wanted to uh, kind of get that off my chest. All right. Uh, Jim Blair says, go pack, go. Uh, what do you guys think, again, about Mike Coe? Let me hear your thoughts on that. So far, all positive thoughts that we've received on this. Uh, somebody, by the way, addressed this with Alan Clanton, talking about uh, saw a kid on video saying that all Georgia transfers who are in the 11th grade have to play JV. Uh, yeah, I have never heard that one as well. So, uh, taking a look here and see. All right. Um, comment on. If you're just uh, checking in, let me hear your comments. Let me hear your thoughts again on the hiring of Mike Coe, who was 133 and 21 at Madison County. I think most of you aware of all the great success that Coach Coe had. Um won the state championship in uh, in Madison this past year. Now, the two years ago, they did not win it. Before that, I think they had won three in a row. So there's no denying the job that Coach Coe has done. There are some people that are thinking, hey, that was 1A, and this is 5A ball, right? Yeah. Um, but again, guys, I have to, to uh, remind you, that Randy McPherson, same situation, and I'm sure there's some other examples of uh, of what they uh, of coaches that did the same thing. Uh, Coffee's schedule. This is what Coach Co is looking at uh, for the schedule. They'll open up with Fitzgerald in the scrimmage game. Uh, they'll go to Tiff County. How about that to open up the season, right? Or is that a, is that a, a preseason game as well? Stephen Tate, you guys helped me out with that. Um, is that the is that the regular season opener with Tiff County? Um, if it is, got to go to Tiff, got to go to Bainbridge. That's interesting. All right, after that, and St. Augustine, uh, Border War Football Classic, uh, taking on – who are they taking on exactly? Is that uh, – is that going to be against Brunswick? Is it in Brunswick? And you're I think you're taking on St. Augustine High School. And it's in Brunswick, I think, is what that is. All right, Salem comes in the fourth week. That's going to be an easy win. Uh, Richmond Hill, 
We talked about them. Now they're 1-7-A. So this is a non-region game for Coffee and Coach Coe out of the gate. But Richmond Hill and, again, Matt Lazada. Going to be an interesting uh, season for them. At Bradwell Institute on the 7th, there's another road game. A lot of road games early on here for Coffee. Uh, at Bradwell Institute, Deshaun Brock, my buddy who was at Mitchell County, the coach there. They had a rough uh, start in his first season over there at Bradwell Institute. They're trying to right the ship. Uh, Coffee wants to have something to say about that on October the 7th. Next week, the following week, October 14th, uh, at home is coffee against Statesboro. How about this schedule, coffee guys? This this is all new teams. You got to love it. I would think if you're a coffee fan, what do you, let me hear from you guys. What do you think about this schedule? Statesboro Blue Devils again on the 14th. The following week, it's you're at Jenkins. Uh, is that Jenkins of Savannah, or is it Jenkins of Augusta? One of the two. Anyway, it's the Warriors. We are the Warriors. Anyway, that's on uh, the 21st. Uh, at Greenbrier on the 28th. Man, that's a lot of road games. And then you come back home to host, my goodness, the Thomas Castellanos Less. <laughs> that's a mouthful. Ware County Gators. Castellanos has moved on, of course, <clears throat> to, where is it, Central Florida? Uh, I have no idea who Ware County's got in uh, taking his spot this year. Let me know if you guys know about that. But I don't care who it is, uh, what he, how many stars he's got next to his name. It is going to be tremendously big shoes to fill for the departed Thomas Castellanos. I mentioned that we did three coffee games last year's past season. Ware County was one of them. Castellanos was about the smoothest, most mobile quarterback I've seen up close and personal in some time. He was the real deal, let me tell you. Shocked, to be honest with you, that they didn't win the state championship. But that's the way the ball bounces. So, again, Coffee uh, one, two, three, four. Five. Well, I guess it's not that many. So it's five and five as far as home games in a way. I guess it was uh, the perception was a little worse than it looked. So one, two, three, uh, four, five. So yeah, five home games, five away games. So not quite as bad as I thought. You just got those uh, two road games to start the season at Tiff, at Bainbridge, against St. Augustine's at the Yellow Jackets, uh, and then Salem, Richmond Hill. Uh, I'm looking at, let's see, Fitzgerald to scrimmage at Tiff County. First of all, let me ask you, you uh, coffee guys, what is coffee bringing back? Uh, what are they losing? Stephen Tate, Colin Jeb, Buddy McDaniel, Chris Pace, if you're watching, let me know what coffee has got in terms of personnel. Back to the uh, who's in the house segment. Uh, let's see. Stephen Tate talking about Co being on Twitter, uh, tweeting his players' highlights. You guys like that, and well, you should. Jose Badia, of course, Thomas County Central fan, is in the house. What's up, Jose? Tory Butts. Now, and uh, some of you guys are answering my my uh, Buford comments. Tory says Gwinnett County has the largest educational system. I don't think it's more schools than uh, this county. Yeah, you got to remember too. 
So Buford is a city school system. Now, why do I bring that up? That is a rarity, okay? Out of the 160, I think it is, school systems in Georgia, uh, like 20 are city school systems. There's not many at all. So that is a rarity. And at Buford, you live in the city, you live in Gwinnett County. Guess what? You can come to Buford. Um, it's just an amazing thing. All the great, listen, guys, it's the growth that has caused the success of Buford, pure and simple. Got to take a break. We'll be back. More great conversation coming your way after the break. What do you think about the hiring of Mike Coe? So far, it's all thumbs up. I have not seen any naysayers, which is good. So uh, let me hear from you guys when we return with more of Extra Point. Phil Jones with you right here at ITG Next Georgia. Guys, thanks so much for watching Extra Point with Phil Jones. A quick break to tell you about our friends at Pepsi-Cola of Aldosta, our sponsor of the show. Guys, you see me every day before I really get into the bulk of the show. What do I do? Pop open an ice-cold Pepsi. Again, big shout-out to our friends at Pepsi-Cola of Valdosta, one of our great sponsors here of Extra Point with Phil Jones. We've been building smiles for 25 years. For the fearful and the fearless. Supporting our community and the Cook High Hornets. Go Hornets!
right, welcome back, guys. Phil Jones with you. Welcome back to Extra Point with uh, with Phil Jones. Uh, Going to try to go over some schedules, time permitting. Uh, the Valdosta schedule. We just went over the coffee schedule. Uh, what do you guys think, uh, you coffee fans, about that co- that uh, coffee schedule for this upcoming season for Mike Coe's first season as head coach there uh, at coffee? And what do you think about the hiring of Mike Coe? So far, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Let me get your thoughts on that. And anything else you want to talk about, uh, Matt DeBuck, head coach of Cardinal Gibbons, is going to be checking, us, uh, checking in with us here in a little over five minutes. Chris Pace checking in. What's up, Chris? He of South and Middle Georgia High School Football Facebook page. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chris does a great job administering that site. Uh, makes it available for a lot of us to talk football. But you make sure that you keep your rear end in order or Chris will boot you out of here. You're gone. And he runs a tight ship, and I'm glad he does. Chris a great guy. Chris says, uh, we were in region with Statesboro, Bradwell Institute, and Ware County when we were in region 3-5-A about six years ago. Greenbrier and Jenkins are the newbies. <laughs> Lord bless them, says Chris. I love it. Uh, let's see. Collins, yeah, Buddy McDaniel says, it's a pretty good schedule in my eyes. Uh, yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, what do you guys think uh, as far as wins, losses? I'm looking at maybe 6-4. and four. I think a couple of wild card teams. I just don't really know what Tiff County's going to do. I think the jury's still out on, um, you, you know, what they've got coming back and and the and the new coach. Although I tell you, he did a great job in his first season. I thought so. We're going to see uh, Noel Dean in season two. I think this will be the telltale season for Coach Dean at Tiff County. Of course, he was a multi-state champion coach out of Michigan. He had been out of football for a couple of years. Uh, I think that was a big question mark with a lot of people. But we're going to see at Tiff County how Coach Noel Dean does in his second year. Again, coffee opening up with Tiff County in Tifton. That's going to be a big one. Uh, Stephen Wynn says, Madison County always played teams for higher classifications and beat those teams. Um, Tory Butt says, that's true. My son was ruled ineligible for Jonesboro and had to play JV basketball and baseball. Wow, how about that? I, I, I did not know that. Um, let me see here. James Curtis in the house. Coffee scrimmages Brooks in May. Okay, so I got you there. Uh, so the Fitzgerald, that'll be the, the pre, uh, preseason scrimmage a uh, week before the opener. 
Uh, by the way, Maurice Freeman, if you're watching, I know he was looking for a scrimmage game. I believe that's right. Uh, Coach Freeman, let me know if you found that or not. Uh, Michael Baxter's checking in. What's up, Mike? Always love to see Michael in the house. Alan Clanton says it's going to be ugly for Greenbrier and Jenkins. Pretty much exactly what Chris Pace said. Said, Lord, bless him. A couple of things I want to mention. So this weekend, the Jags had a, a, a skills challenge for quarterbacks. Um, uh, ITG Next uh, founder uh, Mark Dykes uh, kind of worked with the Jags, looked for some quarterbacks. We reached out to a couple. I helped him with that. I uh, reached out. One of the ones we reached out to was Chris Martin at Lee County. Apparently, he had a great showing in that skills challenge this weekend. Mr. Producer was there. Brandon was there uh, taking photos and video and uh, did a great job down there, did Chris. And um, his father, I think, had posted some things. The Jaguars, I think, had posted some stuff on Facebook. Chris, congratulations. And Mr. Martin, congratulations. Got a great young man there. He'll be back to guide the Lee County Trojans this year with a, a year of experience under his belt. Um, also, EJ Lightsey. No update on EJ, at least from my standpoint. I talked to Tucker Pruitt earlier today. Coach Pruitt said he uh, was going to try to uh, find out something on EJ and get back with me. It sounds like, and I'm hoping this is right, and I will be honest with you, now, I don't have any information other than what I had on Friday, which was he was in stable condition. It was looking good. They were hoping that he was going to be released, and that may have happened over the weekend. If anybody's got an update on that, let me know. I don't have it, but uh, we are keeping our fingers crossed and hoping that his health is number one and that he's okay. Number two, if he is okay, let's hope that he'll be able to return to football at University of Georgia, where he committed to. So, uh, all right, let me see. Bear with me, guys. I need to send a number real quick here. Keep your comments coming in about the hire at coffee. What do you think about it? Mike Coe coming in. So far, everything uh, pretty much all positive. All right, um... Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, if you guys have not checked out our mini docs, I, I want to remind you guys, uh, you can check it out. Do we still have the link of that one up, Mr. Producer? Uh, Trip Block. So far, a lot of great feedback. That has been our second mini documentary that we have uh, put together and we've posted. Uh, the first one was Caleb Wagner, the young running back out of Baker, Florida, and we've got the phone call coming in here uh, here now. Let's let's go to the phone lines. Caller, good afternoon. Is this Coach Matt DeBuck? It is. It is. How you doing? Good, Coach. What's happening down in sunny South Florida? Uh, I think the state of Florida has lost their mind, but you know, I don't know if you all heard about what they pulled today and this vote and everything. It's just separating the state versus north and south no uh, no no wait a minute tell us I, i'm in the dark what's happened oh uh, they came up with that new uh metro suburban classification so they're splitting the 62 counties between metro and suburban eight counties will be met, uh, metro with large populations and the, the rest will be the smaller 
smaller um, classification, I guess. So it's an A and it's an A and B, I guess, is what you want to call it. Well, didn't they already have something like that, Coach? Didn't no, they? No. Okay. No. We had eight classifications. State champions came from anywhere, um, from all over the state. That's going to change now. Um. All right. So, how many classifications are there now? Four. Only four. Four? In metro, four in metro and four in suburban. Really? Yep. Oh my gosh! I did not know about this. I don't know. They're. I think they're trying to talk about equality because most of the state champions were champions were coming out of the south, but. I'll give you a history lesson because I'm a history teacher. Back when I played in the 90s, in the late 80s, Key West High School in 3A in, in, in the state of Florida was winning the state championship. They had won two or three. And then a little bit of movement came and um, Glade Central, you know, where all those great players came out of, they had won three in a row. And you could even go as far as the the, the early '90s to 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 uh, Live Oak Swanee, late '80s to '90s, uh, where these were all suburban areas and they were winning state champions. So you know, it's a to me, it's just a, a cyclical thing. You know, Gibbons has been really good part of it because you got good coaches and you got good players and you coach them up and you get a little lucky. Uh, you know, so I, I don't really get it. It's state legislation and, and some of these northern counties that haven't been able to get a state championship in the last few years or lost their uh, their mind. And now they bully the uh, bully the yep. uh, board of regents or yep. board of directors into making this. It was a nine to seven split or ninety seven nine to seven deal here mm -hmm. today. So, yeah, I, t I think it takes away a little bit of what a state champion is and you know so i can say i actually won the last state championship where it wasn't split so maybe i should go out that way what do you think uh, well no wait not so fast uh and there is something to be said about going out on top by the way we're talking to matt debuck uh from cardinal gibbons high school down in uh, fort lauderdale when they've won he's won he's led his team to three state championships out of the last four years. And for those of you that watch the show and keep up with things, uh, you may remember Coach DeBuck uh, had a, uh, a fleeting glance and uh, flirtation with a couple of jobs here in, uh, in South Georgia. Colquitt uh, County was one of them. Uh, I know that they called you and did a phone interview with you, Coach. And uh, you had some other interests. Um, what do you think? Uh, you know, what impresses you uh, other than the salary? <laughs> what impresses you about the state of football in Georgia? Well, you know, it's easy to see what the facilities are and, and what administrators. Are While I pop open my Pepsi, sorry. <laughs> you know, the the administrators in, in in Georgia. You know, they put a value on you know doing what's right for the kids, but they also want you to you know represent your community and win part of winning is <clears throat> or having the ability to win is creates you know good feelings around campus you know nobody's happy when you, you know the football team's bad you know you know if there's no community service there's none of that stuff that goes with it winning winning cares a lot of things just look at the university of georgia right now i mean it's been good for a long time but they're real good now 
and you know the excitement for the University of Georgia has never been higher than it's been. So, you know, I think winning cures a, a lot of things, and I, I think what they did today in the state of Florida was just try to equalize the the pool. But in the grand scheme of things, the same teams are going to be strong, whether it's a suburban or metro. You just divide the state champions now, and quite frankly, I don't like it. But they didn't ask me, so. You know, if I'm going to be the coach, I've just got to deal with what the issues are. And, uh, but I'm telling our kids it doesn't matter. You know, let's go out, work, because the bottom line is, number one, you want to win, but you want to get these kids in school, get them scholarships, get them recruited uh, so that they can better themselves for the next 40 years. So that's that's the key. So does this, um, does this in any way – uh, and again, I just mentioned that you'd kind of flirted with a couple of jobs here in the state of Georgia. Does this, uh, you know, further enhance your desire to maybe take a look this next year when a, uh, if any jobs come open because of what happened well, in Florida? Well, you can never say never, obviously, <clears throat> you know, I think we live in one of the best places in the world here in South Florida. Yes, you do. And I've told you that. Several times. I wasn't scrape. I wasn't scraping any ice off my windshield. This morning, so, <laughs> that's a, you know, that, that that's a beautiful has, thing. That always is a, is a plus. But you know, listen. The, the bottom line is, you you coach where you're at at that particular time, and you do the very best you can. And you know, you you make sure that whether you're at Coffee or Madison County or Timbuktu, you do the very very best you can while you're there. And unfortunately, in the business we're in today. You know, the jobs aren't secure like they used to be. You, 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 you send one bad message, you make one bad comment, and they could be replacing you as fast as you're getting hired. So um, I think you just got to live every day, build your brand, who you are, what you believe in. And if you can do that, you know, and your message is consistent, you're going to win more than you lose. Uh, but, it, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely disheartening when you split up I grew up in this state. I grew up clamoring for a state championship as a as a junior in high school. We played Live Oak Swanee, which had won, I think, their third in a row after they beat Fort Lauderdale, Cardinal Gibbons. Uh, now, all of a sudden, Live Oak Swanee can't compete with Fort Lauderdale, Cardinal Gibbons. Part of that is coaching. I truly believe coaching still does matter, you know, even though it's all, you know, everybody talks about Jimmy's and Joe's and that, that plays a big part of it, but coaching does bring the best out of the Jimmy's and Joe's. So, you know, uh, you guys do a great job in your state. I think you're very committed and that's always going to be enticing to a guy that lives in the state of Florida where I don't think they are very committed mm. overall. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough deal in case you're just joining us. Uh, again, we're talking to Matt DeBuck, uh, former Texas A&M Re- oh, tell him no! I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> the cardinal sin. Oh, I'll never live this one down. Be like, you tell him Georgia Tech's your favorite. Come on, Texas Come Tech. On, Red. All right, let's start. Let's start that again. Guns up. <laughs> Matt DeBuck, the former Texas Tech Red Raider. Uh, sure. That's where he got his philosophy from with the air raid. Uh, was Leach the head coach? Uh, who, who was the head coach there when you were there? No, the, my head coach was a guy named Spike Dykes, and he's a, one of the best guys of all time. Leach came in after him, and I had been gone two years. Okay. I was playing in Canada at that point, 
and moved on, but coached at West Texas A&M. And I got to meet Mike Leach when I would recruit through the area. And that's kind of where I adopted the air raid, and put the inroads and made friends with those guys. And, um, but I'll tell you a quick one, funny. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not a coach in Georgia at this point. I've right. had a few uh, tangled around with a few people, but uh, played at the University of Georgia twice uh, in the 90s and got beat 43, I think, 37. Zaire was the quarterback. And then we got beat, I want to say, 1917. Uh, the next year, and, you know, when you're a kid and you're in college at that point, you're like, oh, you're going to play at the University of Georgia. Little did I know that was what they call a money game. And they Texas called it Texas what? A money game. Right. We were on the road and, you know, we were getting compensated. I didn't know that. We didn't know that at the time. Uh, but we almost beat Georgia twice, almost. So my, my – uh, and then when I was the head coach here at Cardinal Gibbons, we lost in Milton. Uh, in 18, uh, when they had won the state championship and we had won the state championship. So whether it's uh, a job that I've, I've acquired or playing in Georgia or, or, you know, coaching in Georgia, you know, you guys whip my tail. That's all I can say. <laughs> By the way, my slip up, Abby Pearson says, oh, you are in so much trouble Listen, when when we when I end the show tonight and I talk to Coach DeBuck, if it is tonight, he is going to let me have it. Uh, I'm I, I can feel it already. But uh, guns, Phil, guns up, man! You never you never get a crosshair to Aggie with a red raider. Come on, that's just <laughs> that's a, it's criminal. Alan Clanton says, "I love the air raid," and Alan also says he sounds like a good coach who knows his stuff. Listen, guys, uh, I can tell you, the numbers don't lie. Three state titles in the last four years is one of the most competitive areas uh, really in the entire country, and especially in Florida. If you guys know anything about high school football, the southern part of the Sunshine State, you get down there, the best talent in the world, other than Georgia, uh, I'd say South Georgia, South Florida, and Middle Georgia, uh, three of the areas well-known. I really guess we can say the entire state of Georgia because of the success that the Metro Atlanta teams have had. But South Florida is without a doubt where the talent lies. And I had a chance to uh, to see and uh, do the play-by-play for a couple of uh, the uh, Cardinal Gibbons uh, games last year. We didn't yeah, bring you're it. over for two also. So <laughs> the Georgia guy that comes down here and does the uh... – so I may just have to stay out of the state of Georgia. <laughs> you know, I, it, it hadn't been very good to me. Uh, Although, bring, yeah, can always flip the pendulum, right? Can always switch it. That that's exactly right, brother. That's exactly right. We, so we gave you your only two losses last year, isn't that right? Uh, you did, yes, <laughs> and uh, Milton did, and a few of those interviews, I guess, didn't go as good as I was hoping for, and then. Uh, you know, it, it, hey, listen, it is what it is, and and uh, you learn more from losing sometimes than you do from winning. And I told I, I tell my guys all the time, I've I've lost plenty in my life. Uh, I don't want to lose anymore, so I got you know, I may not learn as much as I used to, but the bottom line is, you know, you you do it for the right reasons. And if you're in high school football, you're doing it to help the student athletes and the families and, and kids better their 
their future. And you know, I tell them all the time, don't think of the next four, think of the next 40, because a guy like Spike Dykes <laughs> gave me a shot, changed my life forever. And without him, I wouldn't be talking to you on the phone today. I wouldn't have failed in Georgia four times or six mm-hmm. times, whatever it may be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I truly believe that. So coaches do have a chance to make a long lasting impression on people uh, more than they'll ever know. Abby so Pearson. Absolutely. Abby Pearson adds a uh, great coach. And indeed he is coach. Thanks so much for checking in with us. My friend always love catching up with you. And every time you come on our listeners, our viewers know a great coach when they see it and they give you all the love. And I think that uh, tells you all you need to know about this, uh, this viewing and listening audience. Well, Phil, if I don't answer the phone after that text saying in comment, don't be surprised. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to butter you up here, man, before we let you go. All right. Well, thank you again, and uh, God bless all of you. And I appreciate what you do for high school sports. Without it, it wouldn't be the uh, wouldn't be the same. Coach, thank you, man. And I promise you, we'll, we'll we'll bring you those wins back. Give us another chance. We'll give you a shot. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. There he is, uh, Matt DeBuck, the former Texas Tech Red Raider. He also played in the Canadian Football League. He was a heck of a a football player, and he's uh, now a heck of a football coach. Again, things didn't work out. Went after a couple of jobs in Georgia, but I tell you, there'll be next year, and with these developments that happened in Florida that Coach talked about, uh, you better watch out. Could be hearing from Matt DeBuck here in uh, Georgia. Let's take a look at some of the comments coming in. Uh, Joe Mamone, uh, I love you, Phil. Okay. Joe, um, keep your distance now, buddy. I don't know about that. Um, let's see here. Alan Clatton says, has Lounge's schedule been released? I have asked now a couple of times on that. I have been told not quite ready just yet. Uh, I think it's going to be a doozy, though being a good one when it's all said and done. Uh, Chris Colson, Chris County Cougars in the house. Chris, what is up, my friend? Uh, glad to see you checking into the show with us here. Um, trying to go between my phone and the uh, the screen here, getting these uh, comments on. Abby Pearson, yeah, I know I'm in trouble. Uh, listen, I'm going to hear from it after I licked, uh, after I get on with the coach. By the way, while I had coach on, Popped open an ice-cold Pepsi. Listen, we love our sponsors. Pepsi-Cola, Dr. Mike McCartney, Adel Dental Associates, uh, the sponsors of the show. And, guys, excuse me once again while I take a sip of this ice-cold Pepsi-Cola. You can have one, too, but not mine. Here we go. Good stuff there. Pepsi-Cola, we appreciate the Doyer Deloach the man uh, out at uh, the Pepsi-Cola uh, headquarters here in Valdosta, and, of course, my buddy, Dr. Mike McCartney. Kelly Mitchell checking in. Kelly, what's up? Happy Monday. Phil Brooks County checking in. Todd Mer- uh, Todd Myrick says, uh, speaking of Mike Coe, great hire. The coach That coach was very consistent at Madison. Daryl Britt. Daryl, what's up? Daryl uh, turned 37 today. What? Daryl Britt, happy birthday. Alan Clanton says, I thought Castellanos was coming back. Now, I don't think so. I think he's gone. I'm pretty sure of that, Alan. Um, but somebody said about Ware County. So here's James Hampton saying, 
How about Ware returning almost their whole team? We lost a defensive end, the quarterback. It's a big loss. The running back, the kicker. But we're going to surprise people. Our defense should be exceptional. All right, now, James, I'm a little confused there. Now, are you returning your whole team or losing the whole team? So I guess the defensive end, the quarterback, running back, kicker, uh, that in and of itself isn't a lot of bodies, but it's some major talent that you're losing. That's the big thing there. But James Hampton says we're going to surprise some people. We shall see. I'll be real honest with you. Um, You know, Ware County, you had the team last year to win it all. I saw saw them up close and personal in the game against Coffee. I told you earlier about Thomas Castellano is one of the best-looking quarterbacks I have ever seen, and I've seen a bunch of them. Um, Boy, that was the team. When I saw that game against Coffee last year, I thought, yep, that team is going to win the state championship. So who upset them, by the way? Somebody upset them in the playoffs, and I could not believe it. Could not believe it. Was it Calhoun? It was Calhoun that upset them, right? Uh, some more of your comments coming in. Uh, uh, Dietrich Andrews. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Detrick, Dietrich. Phil, how do you think Thomasville will fare in Region 1 AAA? All right, let me answer it this way. And let me mention to you that um, I had asked Zach Grage about the talent that he had coming back and the folks that he lost. And I'm trying to find it here. Bear with me. Zach Grage, I said, Coach, what do you got? Here we go. So Coach Grage said, we're probably going to be just joking here. So we're probably going to start 0-5, Phil. So here's what Thomasville, okay, and James, I'm going to go back to your comment about where here in a second. So Dietrich, here's the comment uh, to answer your question. So this is according to head coach Zach Grage at Thomasville. Phil, we lost Shannon White, the quarterback. He was a good one. We lost Jacob Tyson, Juan Anderson on the offensive line. We lose Jay Cody, wide receiver. We lose Malik Harper. This is Thomasville we're talking about. The running back, some big names there, guys. Uh, and we lose Mason Beckham and Javon Pittman, tight end. Defense, Thomasville loses Marquise Alexander, Avon Lang, Mark Futch, uh, Jim Kill Jones, all on the defensive line. So Thomasville loses pretty much all of their defensive line. I don't know if all those guys are starters or not. I'm pretty sure, though, Coach sent me the uh, main starters and contributors that he lost. Said, Phil, we also lost uh, uh, Tyronda Hayes, Ty Anderson, Luther Marable at linebacker. That was a big name. Lost Jimmy Baldry and Joe Williams at defensive back. Re- uh, offense is returning. Cole Shaw, DJ Thurman, Jordan Williams, uh, Ricky Fulton, that's a huge guy you got coming back there, without a doubt. Defense returning, Katarina Bradshaw, Jay Nolson at linebacker, Craig McCrary on defensive line, A.J. Bogan, Jeray Randall, and uh, Beck Nicholson at defensive back. So you got some big names that you lose. You got a few big names that are coming back. 
Dietrich, me telling you that, I'll turn the question around and ask you, what do you think about that now based on what I have told you? Rodney Johnson answered it, yes, it was Calhoun that uh, upset Ware County. James Hampton, talking about Ware, and I was a little bit confused on this one. James says we lost four big ones, but we're reloaded. Probably a better all-around team. Calhoun beat us with the same plan as Benedictine. So... Exactly what I had thought there. Jose Badia, I have Ware County schedule. Send it real quick before we get off the air, Jose. Uh, let's see here. Abby Pearson wishing Daryl Britt a happy birthday. Got to make that quick, uh, Jose, because we're running out of time here. James Hampton, so this is what I want to know about your quarterback. So at quarterback, we have an upcoming junior that's a dual threat and an upcoming sophomore that can sling the ball. We keep a stable of running backs, offensive line is back, linebackers. Look, you know, Ware County is one of those teams where, you know, with the setup that they've got there, um, they used to have Ware County and didn't they have a city and a county team or a mile off base there? Anyway, point being – You've got a big county, pretty much a one-school town, and that's where these teams, you know, unlike Thomasville and Thomas County Central, okay, that's where you've got a city and a county school system. I think these unique situations where you've got a one, kind of like a one-trick pony town, you got one team, I think that gives you a unique advantage. Tiff County, Tiff County should be, you know, they should be more competitive than what they have been every year. Uh, again, remains to be seen with Noel Dean what's going to happen. And, again, no reflection on anybody. I'm just talking about the population that you've got to pull from, and it's a matter of making use of that population. Tip County, one of the biggest uh, schools in all of 7A. Um, Alan Clanton says, yes, we used to be the Waycross Bulldogs. I thought that was the case. Stephen Tate, Stephen, we'll see you, buddy. Thanks so much for checking in. By the way, before we get out of here, I do want to mention, so Glenn says, yeah, Waycross was the city school. Tomorrow, you asked for him, you got him. The one, the only, Rush Probst is going to be with me. Do you want to know where Rush is? Do you want to know what Rush has got planned? Do you want to know, and we all do, is Rush coming back to coach? He's going to tell us tomorrow. So tomorrow's show, the Tuesday show, is must-see or must-hear, depending on however you guys check out the show. Some of you, I know, listen to it going down the road. That's cool. Uh, some of you, of course, watch the show. By the way, guys, a reminder, if you can't catch the show live, you can always go back and watch it later. And I know a lot of you do that. But for those of you that don't or maybe you don't know, we archive all the shows just like in podcast form. So you can, guys can go back and check out the show later at your convenience. Uh, maybe if you came in during the halfway point of today's show, no worries. You can go back and, uh, and view the whole show from the very beginning. Also, tomorrow we may, supposed to be, keep my fingers crossed, we may have Greg Reed join us, the former Lowndes High great. And uh, by the way, Jose, um, got to go, but... I promise you, we'll check out that schedule tomorrow, as we will. Warner Robins schedule. They've got a doozy of a schedule. Front-loaded. Valdosta, 
a heck of a schedule with a couple of South Florida teams on the schedule. How about Valdosta Cook? That could be one to watch, guys. Don't dismiss the Cook-Kyle Hornets, okay? Uh, I would not do that. Uh, Coach Byron Slack, I think he was a great hire at Cook. They got pretty much everybody coming back in Adel, so watch out for that. We are out of time. Again, check out the link right here on the page to watch the trip block the heart of Lee County, to watch our mini-doc on Lee County's number one fan. You're going to love it. Might want to have some tissue nearby because it's a little bit of a tearjerker, but tells a great story of Lee County's number one fan trip block. All right, guys, that's enough for tonight. We are done. Thanks so much for all your comments. Thanks for checking in. We'll pick it back up tomorrow. Rush Probe's going to be on the show. Going to find out from the coach what his plans are. Is he coming back to coach? We'll hear from him tomorrow. And like I said, Greg Reed hopefully will be joining us. So we have got one of the greatest players ever, one of the greatest coaches ever. So what makes our show so great right here tomorrow, itgnext.georgia Facebook page for Extra Point with yours truly, Phil Jones. Until then, you guys have a great rest of your Monday. We'll see you tomorrow.